And it is Carcon Carne presented by the Autobarn Mazda of Evanston, 1015 Chicago Avenue. The show backstage at Riot Fest 2019. Uh, this was recorded on the first of the three days, the Friday the 13th at Riot Fest. And I sat down and talked to Justin and Pat from the band Anti-Flag after they performed earlier in the day. And I forgot to hit record right away, but we started the conversation by talking about how many times do you hear people say, Anti-Flag, we need you now more than ever. It's car con carne. Let's eat in the car. It's car con carne. And now here's the star of our show. James Van I understand the natural tendency in that, and that I just feel like people, it's easy to feel isolated and alone, and it's you know, I think a goal of the like has always been to try to bring people who have similar ideas together and to build a community of people who, to help people feel that they're not alone whenever they're faced with a lot of de- adversity or, or ugliness. Or shitty presidents and yeah, shitty politics. Yeah. So in that respect, uh, I, I think that's why that happens, but I totally agree with Pat that it really ultimately, you know, outside of the community building, it's it's really up to each and every one of us to, to speak out and to make our own our own statements and to resist and in our own personal I, and ways. We've been a band for a long time and we've also studied history and realized that nothing changes unless there's feet in the streets. If there's not uh, mass mass organizations of people in the streets, things don't really change. It's just business as usual. Right. This seems like the perfect environment. I mean, maybe you're already preaching to the converted doing Riot Fest again. I mean, it well, you, you preach to the converted, of course, but you also inspire people to be like, oh yeah, I'm not alone, as Justin was saying. Community. That, yeah, they, you see people, you're like, oh yeah, I thought I was the only one who thought this in my parents' basement, but now I realize that there's thousands of people here also feel the same way, and that inspires people and, and energizes them to continue their, their fights. Let's talk about punk rock as an avenue for social information and Social justice. We've got all kinds. We've got all flavors of punk rock. You know, I talked to No Parents earlier, and their brand of punk rock are songs like "Balls and Fuck." There, there's room for that. Yeah. But, I mean, you definitely. I mean, you probably grew up listening to The Clash, and were inspired by those bands who kind of saw a message behind everything. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I just we have a very, um, very defined style of what we consider to be punk rock that we that is what we create but that doesn't mean it's the only style right everybody has there's no there's nothing worse than somebody trying to write music or create something that they don't believe in and uh people see through that so uh yeah we all are writing if you want to write about balls and whatever you want to write about you go right ahead (laughs) yeah and i there's room in punk i guess for everything right uh to a certain degree but i just sort of the what was really exciting about coming up with the punk scene when we did and it's it's still this way when you travel around there's all kinds of different scenes and you know and in our particular scene in Pittsburgh it was a scene where it was a group of people that were really interested in in and caring about people other than just themselves right. people that were like really interested in activism whether it was animal liberation or uh, you know, 
taking on police brutality and racism. Um, so those things really affected who we were. And you know, it was, it was because there was that community of people that were interested in making the world a better place in the as, as, through punk rock and through the punk scene. You know, they were kind of like, we're, we're starting with this little punk scene that we have here. Um, that's what drew me to punk rock. That's what I found exciting about punk rock. And, and that's why we created the kind of band that we created. It was just the influence of, our, of the local scene that we came out of. So I think people find punk rock in different ways and they're attracted to it for different reasons. And, you know, people start different kind of bands for, for their own, per, you know, for what, for what connects with them. Yeah, and I think punk rock is is rebel music. Um, it, there's many different things to rebel against, but it's definitely rebel music. Yes. Sorry. I, I, Did we blow your mind? My mind is so blown, man. <laughs> that, that was. No, I, ha, I ha, You know how you have something and yeah. then it just uh, yeah. it goes away. Sing on the sing on the political tip for a second. Is this coming year not the year for a third party? Um. Every year is a year for third party, and a fourth, and a fifth, and a sixth party. The U.S. I love the quote that two parties is just slightly better than a one-party system, and that's what we're dealing with right now. There's two parties are not going to cover what we need to cover. There should be many more voices in the world. Third party could could derail, and we could have Trump again, or it could be the best thing in the world. You never know. Sure. 20 years since a new kind of army. I'm Seems sorry, like 20 years since a new kind of army. It's been wow, a wow. 20 years, two that's decades. Hard to believe, yeah. Right. I, I guess that's the question. Can you believe that, it? That's an anti flag <laughs> record for those of you yeah. who don't know. Yeah, yeah. That came out clearly 20 years ago. It is hard to believe, yeah, because I remember very vividly making that record and what touring was like at that time. And it was a very different experience than it is today. Better or worse? Harder, probably. I think, uh, Less affordable? Yeah, I mean, in some ways it's better, in some ways it's worse. And, you know, life on the road is always changing, and life in general changes with ups and downs. And I think in a lot of ways it's better, and that I think that we understand as a band what we're trying to achieve better. I think that we're a better band, and we're better musicians and better songwriters. And I think that we understand how to take care of each other better and treat each other better. And be more successful together uh, just in the in the idea that we just have a way of functioning and working together for a common goal where in the old you know when we were younger you haven't really figured those things out yet so it's 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 harder to exist as a band in some sure ways. Uh, is American Attraction about as emblematic of the band as you can get in the modern day? Because I love that song. You like that song? Love that song. Uh, I, I'm sorry, can you repeat the question? American Attraction. That, that, is that about as emblematic of your music as you can get in the present day? It's a good song. It's a little slow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I do think that, you know, we're really just trying to speak to uh, the current situation of distraction politics and that you know we have kind of a choice to make in our society right now where we can go towards the worst instincts of our societies or we can move towards the best instincts of our society obviously we want to move towards the best instincts and I think that that includes diversity I think that that includes openness uh, it's really uh, interesting even like with a festival like this right now there's a lot of talk about facial recognition at, at music festivals and you know just opposing facial recognition and saying that you know this is a place you should be safe and open and support the ideas of openness not the ideas of 
uh, trying Police to... Police state and, uh, yeah, control of populations. Absolutely. So, uh, but it's, it, it, you know, it's, we're always trying to grow as a band and trying to push ourselves to try new things. And I think that that song is kind of um, emblematic of that. So this, I'm going to take you this. You can edit this out. But um, when we were on stage, off the stage right, there was a guy in camo on top of a platform. And I couldn't tell if he was a real person or a mannequin or whether he was an active shooter, which I was watching. And I couldn't. I assume now it was a mannequin because he wasn't moving. But it was a really weird experience because the whole time I was watching it at, uh, off yeah, the stage, yeah. yeah, and I wasn't sure whether Riot Fest had paid for to have so um, kind of like have a kind security, of security yeah. system there. I was through the first three quarters of the set. I was trying to figure that out. But how messed up is it that these are the things that go through your well, head on stage? Yeah, yeah. Well, we were on stage yeah. um, when Paris went down, and uh, and so we were like we weren't in stage in Paris, but we were in stage in Europe on stage in Europe, and uh, you realize that. There is a fine line between safety and some jackass with a gun. And yeah. we were in France, so we were on tour in France, and so we had to go play, yeah. you know, the next night. Yeah. And there was talk about, do we do the show, don't we do the show, you know? And all of a sudden, security is really ramped up, and we're, you know, issues that we hadn't faced before we're facing. Yeah, for you sure. Know, I think that the, the positive that came out of it is we decided to do the show, and it became kind of like a, a healing experience yeah. and cathartic for people, yeah. which I was bet. really... But it, it obviously it really changed the tone of the kind of show that we did, and the show became something very different. And we have friends, you know, who we we have friends in all kinds of bands, from basement bands to really big famous bands, and even just very recently, like one of our friends was playing a show, and they said that they'd had a bunch of threats called into the show, that there was going to be a shooter at the show, and making the choice: do you go on stage? How do we deal with this? And um, you know, so yeah, I mean, it's. It's really strange to be on stage and just be worried, like, am I going to get shot tonight? Right. And that's, it's such a depressing fact that we're kind of in, at that place in our society. But the, also, though, the reality that most people, that, that, that's obviously the exception and not the norm. Right. And that, you know, in general, most people are trying to work towards something positive and not something destructive in that way. So there won't be an American winter? Is this not a trilogy? The American winter. Oh, no, we don't have an American winter coming up. Yeah, we went spring and fall. <laughs> no, we're That's done. It. We've yeah, had enough. Yeah. yeah. You got a whole Our emo phase is yeah, over. Our, we are done enough seasons now, yes. Time to move on. All right, yeah. so what, what's uh, what's on deck for Andy Flag? What, what's coming up? Um, well, we're working on a new record, and um, hopefully it'll be out uh, in the next couple months. And, uh, well, yeah, it'll actually be out in January. Are we allowed right. to say that yeah. yet? Yeah. Oh, okay. oh they were not. <laughs> yeah, hot off the presses. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Well, I never fuck? know what I'm allowed to say and what I'm not allowed to say about new records. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. Oh All right. my God. <laughs> you're breaking the rules. Cats out of the bag. So yeah. we, we talked about you 20 years ago. I walked out there at 1:30 when you played today. I couldn't get near the stage. People were, I mean, they were there for you. Not a surprise. But what do you say to those fans who've been with you for 20 years? Yeah. Well, I think it's so exciting that punk is really a community. You know, punk, hardcore, ska. I mean, it's and. And, and that, to me, is like, you know, when we started this band, Nazis coming to a show was a pretty typical thing. And, you know, there were a lot of people that came together and said, this is what we want this music community to be. You know, we want it to be a place that's free of racism, sexism, homophobia, 
uh, you know, we want it to be a place where people respect each other and that we respect diversity and that people who are trying to use authoritarian tactics and violence uh, and bigotry, you know, we, we decided we wanted it to be a certain thing. And what's really exciting is that now over all of these years it has become that kind of community. And it wasn't just a flash in the pan. It's, sure. it's, it's a really viable, tangible, important place. And a lot of people come here because this is home for them. This is a family for them. I mean, that's how it is for us. I mean, and it's it's so inspiring to me that you just, when I go to a show like these days, whether I'm playing it or whether I'm just going as somebody to see uh, the, 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 the actual bands or, it's, it's so much more than just uh, a music, you know, it's so much more about than about music or a festival. So that, that's just inspiring. Being in a place like this today is really inspiring to see that, yeah, it's it's possible to create something if you really believe passionately about it. I love it. Guys, thank you so much for doing this. Thanks for keeping the torch lit for 20 years, and we look forward thank to you. January. Hell yeah, great that's awesome. Thank you. Thank you.